Welcome to Mindful Mother, a podcast by Esk and Ivy. Welcome to episode one of Mindful Mother podcast. I am so excited to be here and be recording the first episode coming to you from underneath my daughter's bed, the quietest place in the house when she is at school. So hopefully you are enjoying this podcast from the comfort of your own home, out for a walk with baby, wherever you are. Welcome. It is so exciting to be able to bring this podcast to life finally. So I just want to tell you a bit today in this introductory podcast about who I am, what my business does, what the podcast will be doing, and a little bit about my journey that brought me to here underneath my daughter's bed recording this podcast for you today. So who am I? I am Nikki Hunter, the mindful mother, though that has taken a long, long time to get to get to this point and still I have lots of room for improvement. I am an immunologist and clinical scientist by trade and I own Esk and Ivy which is a perinatal well-being business which supports parents through pregnancy, birth and beyond. My background or my specialty is focusing really in yoga and mindfulness. So how to augment the parental experience through yoga and through mindfulness. So I run pregnancy yoga classes, mum and baby classes, meditation classes and later on in the year I will be running mindfulness stress-based reduction programs specifically tailored to parents and the stresses of life that come. But we'll talk more about that later. Let's get first into what is the Mindful Mother? Well, this podcast really was born out of a want to create a little focused podcast specifically for parents as they transition through pregnancy, birth and the prenatal period and back into life that post one year from the change of the arrival of the baby. As a yoga and mindfulness teacher I am really aware of the boundaries of my expertise so that is really only in yoga and mindfulness. But I really wanted to stretch beyond this. And so I'm inviting or I will be inviting guests onto this podcast in the coming months and fingers crossed hopefully years for them to share their experience and knowledge with you. Far beyond the width and breadth of mine. In the time that I've spent setting up Esk and Ivy, um, I've really come across a wealth of so knowledgeable parental educators and their experience in their field is so vast. So this podcast really is a curation of all their skills, all their experience into this one podcast. When I was pregnant, I was really blinkered. I'll, I'll admit in saying that I didn't really know what resources were out there. So this podcast is really going to shine a light on all these wonderful resources that are available to you. Especially, I think, after baby arrives. 
we can be quite guilty, or I'm not sure if guilt's the correct word here, but we can be very focused on what's available to us before baby is born. You know, we'll go to antenatal classes, we'll establish that group of friends, we'll really work hard to prepare ourselves for the birth of our child. But when the baby arrives, we're often left out there thinking, I, I don't really know where to turn to if I need a little bit of extra help or what other things we can do. You know, what's the alternative to hypnobirthing once your baby arrives? This podcast is really going to explore that, hopefully showcase these resources that are available to you and give you some signposts to some wonderful people that we're going to have coming on here. If you don't particularly want to turn to them, it at least gives you a feel for what sort of resources are out there in the well-being space for parents. So what kind of topics are we going to be covering here? I guess you can think along the lines of hypnobirthing. We've got a guest a midwife going to come on. There's obviously going to be a lot of talk around mindfulness and yoga. Obviously, that's a passion really close to my heart. First aid educators. We have some psychologists. We'll discuss pain management and labour. And we also have a super talented doula coming on to speak to you about that. More and more people are switching on to these kind of things. So I really want to showcase that for you all. It's going to be a really balanced and informed place that the podcast come from. Research is my bag after years in science. So all that I do is part of Esk and Ivy and much of the guests that are going to be coming on to this podcast, they really come from a scientific or research orientated background. So they know their stuff. They've read the literature and they're going to present that to you. Life is super busy. You don't have time to go out and read all of this. We get that. So this is a place for you to come to find out those facts and take with it as much or as little as you would like. It's your podcast. It's your choice. And with that in mind... If you've got anything you'd like to see covered in the podcast, you're very welcome to reach out to us on either social media or our website. Details on both of them at the very end of the podcast. So listen all the way to the end if you have time. So with all the podcast admin out of the way, and if you're still with me, shall we chat a little about me and my mindful mother journey? where I have come from and how I have got to this point. Well, firstly, I'll be really open to say it has been years and pounds and pounds and pounds of self-help books, I think. There is a small library of self-awareness and self-help books in my house. And I think anybody's journey in well-being and wellness often starts like that. There's no one point that you can say... I really started to look after myself then or I really put my well-being to the forefront of my mind. It really generally is a slow, slow process. Taking that first yoga class or or downloading that meditation app or, yeah, picking up that first self-help book. You know, self-help books get such a bad rap, but actually they're such a great resource to just get you on to the right path sometimes. So how did I get on this path? I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I am an immunologist by trade. I worked in clinical trials for 15 long, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, pretty stressful years. In the early years of my career, 
I'd run miles and miles and miles and miles each week to counteract some of that stress. Unbeknown to me at the time, running was my first introduction to meditation. All forms of movement really are meditations, putting one foot in front of the other, breathing in a rhythmical pattern. There was my first meditation on a daily basis, pounding the streets of Leith to bring some relief to the stresses of my life. I then fell pregnant with my daughter in 2013 um, and I was still working in research at the time. And unfortunately, I had a fairly difficult pregnancy. I was very tired and very sick, which meant that I wasn't able to run like I used to. So I had to turn to something else in my life to be able to counteract the stress of my job and the stress just generally of the pregnancy. And this brought me to pregnancy yoga. In the years before this, I had dabbled slightly in yoga, but it really had been much to, you know, counteract the strains of running um, or just on the days that I wasn't able to run. If I was a bit tired, I, I would put in some yoga. But I, I really don't think I had fully understood the benefits of yoga at that point. And it was when I came to pregnancy yoga that this really, this really shone through for me. My yoga class became the shining beacon in my week. It was the only time throughout my busy job and busy life that I was able to really focus inward and spend some time with just me and my baby. And the love really was born for yoga at this time. Again, as by definition in pregnancy yoga, you do a lot of breath work. And I was doing a little breath work in this class. And that connection to the breath is a fundamental part of yoga. Again, I was quite naive at the time and I didn't really realise this. Many of my very wise teachers over the years have taught me, if you can breathe, you can do yoga. So I really was launching myself into the full scale world of yoga at this point, even if I felt, well, it's just pregnancy yoga. So my daughter was born in a fairly dramatic fashion in the spring of 2014. And my body and mind really took the hit off this labour. I was in a lot of pain afterwards and mentally I think I hadn't done enough preparation for the different circumstances of how she was going to be born. So the way that she was born was quite a shock for me. I felt a bit let down within myself. And since then I've done a lot of work to get over this, but at the time it was still still very, very true and, and I still really felt this. So at this time when she was around 10 weeks um, old, after pleading with my pregnancy yoga teacher to let me back into the class at six weeks, rightfully she had said to me, no, you need to recover. You need to take time to recover from, from her labour and from her birth. So I think it was around 10 weeks that I went back to yoga again through mum and baby yoga. And again, just the support of the women in the class was really something that helped um, to keep me grounded, to keep me all together, I guess, in those early few months of, of her arrival. And actually, physically, yoga really helped to put me back together as well. I'd had to have abdominal surgery, so it was a long road to recovery for me. And, and mum and baby yoga really helped this. Again, the breathing, the self-kindness, the turning inward, it really held me together. 
when she was around about six months, I noticed that the studio ran all sorts of other yoga. And as I was still fairly new to the sh- to yoga, it was really only perinatal yoga that I had discovered at this point. I thought, mm, why not? Why not try something a little bit different? I'm feeling stronger now. And at that point, I discovered Ashtanga yoga. And this really was, I guess, a light bulb moment for me when I discovered Ashtanga yoga. I don't know if anyone out there listening has done it before. Um, it's a very meditative yoga practice. So usually you do the same practice over and over and over again. And it's movement with breath. So it really is that form of moving meditation, which I really found running to be very helpful for. I see similarities between Ashtanga and between running. That breath, rhythmical breath and movement. So Ashtanga was really where I fell deeply, deeply into the yoga journey and all the philosophy that surrounds Ashtanga yoga. It really helped me in those um, stressful months of becoming a mum. And when my daughter was nine months old, I returned to work into my highly stressful job. And it had adapted and it had changed. And I was no longer just responsible for myself. I had a team. I worked extremely long hours, even though I was was part-time. And the tear between being a mum, being a boss, being a wife, it was all quite a lot. And I really struggled around this time of when I went back to work. It really was difficult for me. And it was this time that all the self-help books started arriving in the house, this library that we have. And it really started to turn inwards. There was a lot of trauma that I was still working through from from her birth. I was carrying that around with me, I think. So these sort of turning inward really helped me. When I went back to work full time, it was even harder. And when she started school, just balancing everything in became, became a big ask. And it was at this time that I found the formal practice of mindfulness. I went through a mindfulness-based stress reduction program and it really did help. I was really managing to identify thought patterns that were unhelpful and how we can be more present in my life as, you know, a working member of staff, as a wife and as a mum. And then as the pandemic hit last March... It was, it reached fever pitch as it does for everybody, I'm sure. My yoga practice was daily at this point. My meditation practice was daily. Really managing to find a bit of space within all the hectic activities of homeschooling and working in um, busy clinical trials. I can, I'm sure you can imagine at this time, clinical trials was very busy. And yeah, yoga and mindfulness really was my rock at this time. I was doing a lot of soul searching through mindfulness, really turning inward. And it was at that time that I decided that I wanted to start my own business. As much as the corporate world had served me over the years, it was time to do something purely just for me. As a trainer for years and years in the corporate world, I knew that my business had to be along a similar a similar theme giving back to other people and I had taken so much from yoga and mindfulness over the years. Yoga and mindfulness transformed my life as a parent and for how I was able to cope with parenting and working and this is where I felt that I wanted to go and so this is where it was born. And as I'd said earlier, you know, my scope of 
of expertise is in yoga and it's in mindfulness. But there's a lot more information that's to be shared out there. And so I've really felt passionate about launching this podcast. And that brings us round full circle. To me, sitting underneath the bed, surrounded by Sylvanian families, bringing this podcast to you. I'd love to hear from you as we go forward in the weeks and months to see how this podcast is serving you and if there's any way we can serve you a little bit better. But before we go, I'll introduce the next episode. So in the next episode, we are being joined by Jem Nealon, who is a super talented individual. She's a midwife, hypnobirthing practitioner, as well as being extremely talented in trauma processing. In the next episode, Jem and I will be talking about the science behind hypnobirthing. So why it is so popular, because it really is based in the fundamentals of neuroscience and endocrinology. It is definitely not to be missed. So make sure you subscribe and look out for episode two in a few weeks time. Lovely to be here with you today. Take care until next time. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to catch the next episode. If you can't wait till then, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook at Eskenivy or check out our website www.eskenivy.co.uk.